What does that mean for all of us working in the con marketing industry? For starters, it means that we need to start paying attention because either we like it or not, AI content and generative AI in general are here to stay. We all strive for more nowadays, more traffic, more revenue, more growth. In this never-ending battle for more, it's easy to forget what's important. So what is important? Building real relationships with real humans and trying to be better each day without caring quite so much about getting more. After all, by building real and meaningful relationships, you'll have way more than you ever need. The SaaS SEO Show is a platform for meaningful connections and honest conversations with people who are real, hardworking practitioners and high performers in the SaaS industry. We're here to learn and get inspired by them, and we hope you do too. Now, here's your host, George Cassiotis. Before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode, Ahrefs. Ahrefs provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, you can now use Ahrefs Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahrefs.com awt and sign up for free. And now, back to today's episode. Hello, everyone. My name is George Cassiotis. I'm the managing director at Minusia. And this is the second solos episode, you know, part of this new series that we launched here at the, at the SASSEO show a couple of weeks ago. And after we, you know, we, we got great feedback actually. And this enabled us and basically pushed us to turn the microphone on and do this second recording for all of you. Now, this is going to be a bit intense. And as a disclaimer, I must say that there will be a bias towards certain things and opinion. If this is something that you don't want as part of this episode, then I would I would recommend that you you know, stop listening now. Otherwise, if you are interested in listening to, to this episode, having said that there will be opinion, then just keep keep listening because I'm sure that there will be some things that will be new to you and maybe some things that will help you navigate better during these times that we live in and these changes that we are part of, okay? So I will start, I will break this this episode into two parts. The first is to start with a few predictions that we have here at Minusia regarding AI content and generative content in general. And the second part will be to share our stance and our position in general and how we will integrate that, use it as part of our services, okay? So let's get started with our predictions regarding that. And of course, 
some of those things, some of these things that you're about to hear are things that are happening now, right? Things are moving fast and several things are developed as we speak. But I think that some of them will also be things that we may, you know, encounter and discuss in the future. So the first thing, the first prediction that we would like to make regarding AI content is that something that, you know, all of us can see and I hope agree upon. And it's the fact that the value of content will, will decrease. And I would like to use a metaphor here or I would like to talk in terms of like the market and how markets work and how printing more money in an economy for whatever reason, in most cases, results into the value of money going down, right? And even though it feels nice in the beginning that well, we are able to print more money, right? That's great. It feels great. Well, in the long term, and especially if you live in a country that has faced like an economic crisis that was based on inflation or hyperinflation, I would say that the fact that we are able to print, print more money and thus more money exists in the market today, even though has some sort of instant gratification, in the long term, it can definitely lead to things that are in general not good for an economy, such as inflation, right? The value of money goes down. So in a nutshell, people are able to buy less things, right? Even though they make, hopefully, the same amount of money. And we feel that something like that will inevitably happen with content as well, even though it's a great feeling, depending on how you see it, of course, to be able to generate 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 words just by the click of a button. Inevitably, this will lead to the value of the content that exists in general out there to decrease, okay? And I think that, and this is just my personal opinion, this is not good for anyone, okay? The fact that the value of content will, will go down is not good for anyone. Now, that's not to say that the content marketing industry in general hasn't you know, done its mistakes and doesn't have its fair doesn't you know bear any responsibility about the fact for example that in several cases prices were excessively high but i would say that i would separate the two and say that yeah this is definitely true and you know this is a this is a, like a market an open market people can can evaluate services and service service providers and can like find the best service for themselves and of course, price in some cases can be a, an important factor, okay? But having more content in the market 
will inevitably lead to the value of content simply to go down. Okay. So this is the first thing that we see as a as a prediction, as a potential danger, let's say, from the rise of AI content. The second one, which obviously you don't need me to tell you that, it's not really a prediction, it's a it's a fact. We will see more and more low quality and cookie cutter content online. And obviously this is not in the benefit of the people who consume content. And all of us are also consumers, even though we, we work in the in the in the con marketing industry, at one point or another, we will end up reading a piece of content, watching a like video, a YouTube video, or you know, reading a LinkedIn post or anything like that. The fact that we will see more content and more low quality content online. Is not good for us and it's definitely not good for people who are searching for this content and who are looking for solutions answers and so on and so forth online this is the second prediction the, the third one that we have as an extension of the fact that there will be more content online we believe that content consumption in general especially when it comes to like blog posts will go down since supply will surpass demand. And if you think about it, and this is, I would say rather a, like a philosophical question rather than a like practical one, what's the solution to that? But if you think about it, let's, let's say that we have the ability to generate 100,000 words today. Okay. That's great. And we can also do that with AI content at the fraction of the cost, right? We, we can do that very cheaply, actually. Who is going to read all that content? What happens in cases where supply, in our case, supplies, you know, the, the amount of content that exists out there surpasses demand is that unavoidably, there will be a lot of content that doesn't get read, doesn't get any attention, doesn't get any like, you know, mentions, links, shares, and so on and so forth. And I would bucket all these things and I would, you know, label them and like try try to, to put a name on them as content consumption and say that content will get less and less attention. The fourth one, the fourth point that we have is that unless things, and, and of course we expect that things will become better and these models will improve over time. They pick up and they pick up really quickly, which is, which is great to see from a like technological standpoint. But if we consider the limitations of today and Today, you know, the, the day of this recording is Tuesday, February 21st of 2023. One limitation is that these systems are not up to date. And I don't see 
a way for them to be up to date at all times you know by crawling by constantly crawling the the web and like forming an opinion about a rising topic for example and giving you like content based on that topic i think that that that's practically difficult but of course many of the things that we see today and like 5 years ago we thought as like difficult or even things that cannot happen in in this decade they they do happen so we have to be cautious with what we say but one danger i see is the fact that misinformation will you know go up because these systems these models will find it difficult to consume and generate content at the same time okay which means that the output in many cases may be outdated and wrong of course like as i mentioned previously caveat here is that these systems like pick up really fast really quickly and they improve and evolve over time so we we just have to wait and see but a potential danger here number 4 prediction number 4 is the fact that missing misinformation and like outdated and factually inaccurate content will rise number 5 this is based on a a discussion i had with the great Mordi Oberstein from weeks i always learn so many new things you know whenever i have the chance to to talk to to this person and if you don't follow him you should definitely check out his linkedin profile and like twitter and so on and so forth and based on our discussion and as he he shared with me one of the like dangers of of that or maybe not even danger but something that could happen is the fact that we could see more gated content online and something important to bear in mind here is the fact that it took us a while to abandon to 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 move away from these endless forms where you had to give so much personal and business information just to get an ebook okay you get to, you don't you don't get to see that so often nowadays right but i think that and as per per this discussion this discussion sparked this this point actually we will see that content that's created by humans and is of higher value in general will be will tend to be gated okay and this shows this basically is a, is a point which shows that you know what we think that with this thing and this technology will will move forward will will you know will go to a positive let's say direction but as i see this is going backwards like going backwards and instead of moving forward we will have to get content again and ask for so many information like personal information business information to download a single piece of content like a ebook for example or anything like that that was created by human beings and that 
is in general, you know, this it's not this like cookie cutter piece of content like every other piece of content out there. Okay. And of course, in the same like context, I feel that gated content on the website is one thing. As part of this change, we will also see more content created by humans on communities, for example, Slack groups, okay? This, which is not a danger or anything like that. This is great, actually. Communities are great. I just feel that this will be a way to kind of protect content that is of higher value in general. And even though I feel that this is not helping us as an industry, as a as a as a as an ecosystem, let's say, move forward. There are some, or there may be some side benefits for some companies. This was number five. Number six, which is not something that some people will will like, especially if they are working as a content writer. But I think that several content writers, especially topic agnostic ones, will have a hard time as AI will be able to replace them relatively easily. That's a hard truth to accept, but it's also an opportunity because if what we do is as easy to like replicate that even AI that even robots can do it, then there is the danger of us getting replaced by these systems, AI, right? This is a real danger. So even though the danger exists, I would say that what we can do is try to focus and become experts in certain topics. This is not something that AI, for now at least, will be able to replace as easily. Number seven, public companies and bigger companies in general will be the last ones to fall or they may not fall at all due to legal and brand implications. I would say that in general, if you think about it, like a smaller company, an early stage company, which is very price sensitive when it comes to services around content, it's easier for them to, to fall for that trap and say that, yeah, like we can spit out words at the fraction of the cost. So we may as well do it while a bigger company, even though there, there can be obviously human editing and so on and so forth. But I would say that bigger companies and especially public companies or enterprises, big companies in general, they're not as price sensitive, let's say. And there are other things that these companies are focused on, like legal implications that their content may have or brand implications that their, their con may have, and so on and so forth. And we know that because for the most part, this is the, comp this is the type of companies that 
Minusia is working with, right? And even though it's tempting for smaller companies and many early stage companies will will actually trust AI as part of their con creation efforts, I see and we see these bigger companies and especially public companies as the last ones to, to fall or maybe they will not fall at all, especially if we're talking about industries, about content in industries that are generally labeled as, you know, your money, your life. Like, let's say that we have a, a public company in the, like, medical space or anything like that, right? It's not so easy. Number eight, we feel that at some point, AI content will be so much online that inevitably we will have to be truthful as to who wrote that piece of content. And I'm not referring to creating like avatars or personas or anything like that, even though that's something that, you know, may happen as well. But I'm just saying that if AI content and generative content in general is so deeply integrated in the future, there has to be a way of explaining to people who are consuming this piece of content that, you know what, this piece of content, or to put it differently, 70% of this piece of content was written by AI and 30% by, by you know, this author, okay? And I think that this is necessary to, to help people understand because, and this is just an assumption, not everyone will be happy to, to read content that's, that has been created by AI, right? So what can we do as content creators, as brands? Explain that, you know what? This percentage of this piece of content was created by AI and edited, of course, by, by a human editor. And at the same time, the rest has been created by by this or these authors okay number nine prominent search engines will have a hard time to crawl all this new content and i think that even though right now everyone is marching towards this battle for ai content dominance or you know integrating ai in their search results, I feel that it will be a a big logistical slash infra infrastructural issue to crawl all this content. Because remember what we mentioned in the beginning, that content production will, will go up, right? And so with, with so much content, how can you crawl that content and how you can, can you like index it and rank it and serve it in the search results it will be it will be a pain really this is why i believe that prominent search engines at some point will decide to be to do something about it and this is not the first time that something like that happens every time that you know there was a loophole or every time people sort of 
abused or exploited a certain new thing. In the beginning, these things worked until one day there is an algorithm update and these same things stopped working. And this is the time where, when websites and brands lose traffic, unfortunately people lose their jobs and so on and so forth. So I think that this is, a, this is going to be a real pain for search engines and sooner or later they will have to do something about it. And when that happens, I think that it's funny, but I think that a lot of content that, that was written by humans will, will also be diminished in, in terms of value and visibility and so on and so forth. But for the most for the most part, I want to believe that these systems will be able to identify content that's created by AI and diminish it in terms of its value, visibility, and so on and so forth. The last one, the last prediction that we have is that from this battle, there will be some obvious winners in terms of companies that offer the technology for generative AI and generative content. I think that SaaS companies that are based on it, on this technology may have a hard time if the company owning generative content decides to say, for example, shut it down or distribute the content itself through its, you know, its own applications. Or if it decides to suddenly double, triple, quadruple its prices for like having access to its API system. So essentially what I'm referring to is that there will be a monopoly, there will be some owners of generative content, and this will give them the leverage to say that, you know what, mm, why should I give to this like 30, 40 SaaS companies that like just use my technology and they don't have any proprietary systems whatsoever, why should I give them the leverage while I can distribute that content by my own channels, right? Or if I'm a monopoly, why shouldn't I just quadruple the prices for these companies to have access to, and, you know, other like individuals and businesses in general, right? But why shouldn't I quadruple the prices of my having access to my API? which of course will significantly increase the access to generative content for these companies. And since they don't have an alternative in terms of technology, well, things will be difficult. What will they do? Will they increase prices in a commoditized market? I don't think so. Okay. And this is, these were, these were the, the 10 let's say predictions that we have at Minusia regarding AI content. Now, 
this was the first part. In the second part, I will explain how we see it and how are we going to adapt to these changes as a company. Before that, let me just say that demand for the for the term AI content has surged. If you take a look at Google Trends, for example, but I don't think that it has yet reached its peak. What does that mean for all of us working in the con marketing industry? For starters, it means that we need to start paying attention because either we like it or not, AI content and generative AI in general are here to stay. However, it's another thing to pay attention and another thing to be afraid about some. Even though it's easy to lose our cool and like start panicking, AI is going to take our jobs and so on and so forth. We need to remember that content farms have not replaced great content writers. 20 years, 20 plus years after, after Google's inception, links are still a ranking signal. Yes, there are differences and they are weighted differently for different like types of search queries and so on and so forth, but they are still a ranking signal. Zero click searches haven't prevented people from visiting websites. Voice search, which was supposed to be the thing, never really changed anything when it comes to the way we do things. And as far as I'm concerned, SEO is dying, quote unquote dying, almost every year. And yet so many companies and people live out of it and build their lives and their companies around it. So to begin with, our advice is to, and my advice personally, is to stop being afraid. We are obviously still in the early stages of adoption and there is a long way to go. We should just start paying attention and do the best we can every day without being afraid. Okay. And now let's get to how Minusia is adapting to these changes and what we will do regarding AI content and generative content in general. So first we embrace the change and definitely explore options of how it can be used for helping us become more efficient and better and add more value to our clients. We will not use AI content for any of our clients, regardless of what the project is all about. I know that some agencies or marketplaces have already took their stance and like they said that we are adapting this thing. We we are using it actively. We have like new service lines or product lines. At Minusia, we will not use it for any of our clients, regardless of what the project is all about. We will not integrate AI content to our service lines or create a new service line, even if it's edited by humans, at least at this point. Never say never. We will keep focusing on developing topical authority and expertise, try even harder to find writers and editors 
who specialize and develop themselves in specific areas. We will keep focusing on learning our clients' products better, dive deeper into the use cases, the features, the jobs to be done, trying to learn, actually learn the product better so we can integrate it whenever it makes sense, of course, into the content that we produce. We will keep investing in other aspects of content optimization, for example, UX experience, design, and so on and so forth. We will keep supporting our human content writers and we will not open, as I mentioned previously, a new service line. And I would say that in a nutshell, we will continue doing what we are doing. We will of course, embrace the change and try to find ways to integrate these, all these like very beautiful technological advancements to our processes. And above all, we will try to become better at what we do. That's all. If you made it thus far, I would like to thank you very much. Your attention and your time means a lot of me and to us at Minusia. If you have any questions or anything to, to share, comments, objections, feedback, whatever, feel free to reach out to our team and share it with us. As I explained in the beginning, this episode would be a bit biased and would have some opinion. We believe that AI content belongs to the future and generative content and AI in general belongs to the future. There are actual dangers that come with it. And we shared some of these dangers in the list of predictions that we shared. However, we feel and we want to believe that we as you know, people who, who work in this industry, we also have a position in the future of content marketing. And we will try really hard to become better and add more and more value to all the companies that trust us and choose to work with us. Thank you very much. Thank you for staying with us until the end. Before you go, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode, AHS. AHRS provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, you can now use AHRS Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahers.com slash AWT and sign up for free. Another episode of the SaaS SEO show has wrapped. We hope this episode has taught you something new too. 
We'd like you to connect with us so you can keep up with all the new content that we're creating. Before you go, it would mean the world to us if you could subscribe to this podcast and over at our YouTube channel, where we upload the video version of this and every episode. Until next time.